listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Well, I'm an alley cat. Some say a dirty rat. On my side, you see my gat. See, I'm all of that. Sitting off buckshot for I'm coming. I'm gonna wet ya. Running hard, but I'm still coming to get ya. Thinking like a peace smoke. Come on, a hum, coming on a homicide. You talking shit, trying to take me for a ride. I'm not a bad guy, but I'm the funky feel one. Finger on the trigger with my hands upon the steel. Letting out a bullet. This is gonna boo ya. I think it ain't booyah. Anyway, uh, this is gonna booyah. Uh, you're stuck in my hood, so what you gonna do now? Being the haunted one is no fun. When here I come, son. Yo, y'all think you better run. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Saturday doing feedback. Uh, feedback, of course, when you guys write in about what we said, about what you said, and yeah, you know, I mean, you write in about what we said, and then we were, talk to you about what you said about what we said uh it's pretty deep like that you can find us on itunes and stitcher to search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we promise to read them on the air um when we do our feedback show like we will today of course you can also go to the blackouttips.com and leave uh comments there voting the polls and all that stuff uh the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and uh i would just first like to i feel like we can't really start off without at least acknowledging that uh since the last time we were on the air uh music legend prince has passed away i know i know and i didn't know because i was at work and um me and roger had broke for lunch it's one of those things you know how you hear something and you'd be like nah i was like them niggas are killed off another celebrity roger was like nah baby it's real i was like for real for real he was like yeah baby it's, it's almost one of the surreal things and even now it's one of the things where you hear it and you see the pictures and all that stuff but it really hadn't sunk in i don't know if that makes sense or not it's it's just so unreal yeah um i'm choosing not to acknowledge it personally like okay. he's still alive to me like, i don't know <laughs> I feel like that yes i it's like i don't even know how else to, to 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 really describe what i'm going through i just am not gonna believe he's dead like uh if you told me uh he is a magical wizard that uh like gandalf will come back prince the white i will be like that's probably closer to what i think is gonna happen yes then uh the idea of a world without prince i can't i don't accept that so uh people were hitting me up um when i was leaving the gym which is weird because i guess i'm at the twitter level now where people are hitting me up to tell me the news so i didn't even get to find out on my own right it was just people being like right prince is dead i'm like i i feel like ja rule like what am i supposed to say you know right like i'm i'm i don't know i don't have any thing to say i just my my initial response was gonna like get the fuck out of here you know <laughs> and then mm-hmm. another person was like no it's true i was like yeah i'm not i don't know i don't accept this um and uh more and more people start being like no it's real he's dead here's a link to an article i'm like yeah i don't trust that site and it's like it's cnn.com like yep don't believe in them anymore uh probably some don lemon bullshit or something and uh the way i'm currently the way that i'm set up to function right now is we just gonna i'm just continuing to believe he alive Mm -hmm. so um i do not accept that you know um but uh i have been listening to a lot of prints uh over the past few days and stuff because uh it's he's he's like one of those artists that um 
i just always appreciated his greatness mm-hmm. um but he never felt like he belonged specifically to me i think other people may have like fight felt like he belonged to me okay prince belonged to the world yeah yeah you know what i mean like nobody can ever well there'll never be anything close to another prince period mm-hmm. like it's just um uh it's, I, I was on jail covan's podcast it won't be out till next week you guys are here but we talked about prince a little bit but yeah i i mean to me it's more unbelievable than when michael jackson died yeah yeah it really is it just hits you harder yeah i mean when mike died it was just kind of like well things have been going on it was he's kind of a recluse and whatnot but with prince i mean he's just so bigger than life but like he's so uh he's like a he was the last rock star you know like i don't have to know a lot about his personal life and he wasn't really putting it out there like that uh he just was so good at his craft Mm -hmm. um and showing up and just being bigger and better than everybody there like he you knew you were watching a star you know right even when you know he's wearing like shades with the third eye on the on a saturday night live it's just kind of like why the fuck has nobody ever done that before oh because nobody else is prince like i don't even know if those shades exist anywhere else like no people got the only pair in the world like prince probably invented those shades you know um like he was you know and he was so unapologetically black especially you know in his later years i mean doing the song for baltimore um you know uh putting all his music on title Mm-hmm. low-key like title had the biggest year so far i mean wh- what do you get uh kanye we got rihanna we got um uh uh we got uh formation mm-hmm. then prince has his whole catalog over there yep and i went over there and pressed play i i told people i said this is the best money i've ever spent because a lot of people were mad because it was like well, i have to buy it it was like yeah oh you could subscribe to title yeah i'm glad to have those ten dollars that's the easiest ten dollars i spend a month period right uh, title's been paying for itself in many different ways uh so far this year um so i mean it's just it, you know the concerts we watched and all that shit but you know that's such a black ass move to go put your shit on the streaming black shit especially when we know prince is extremely extre- he was extremely diligent about the copyrights to his shit controlling his uh music on the internet and he distribution all masters right he was not a so this is a conscientious decision to go with this black owned company um and that's amazing you know so uh uh he fought for artists rights mm-hmm. i mean it's so much stuff but uh you know unlike fife where i spent like you know a, a good little bit of time crying that day thinking about fife and and you know try being you know just how what it meant to me growing up uh i haven't cried at all about prince because he's still alive so i don't know how he's still alive exactly like i don't know what he did to beat death uh i don't know maybe him and the devil are having a rock and roll guitar battle right now right for his soul i don't know um but i refuse to believe he's dead so with that in mind let's start the show um (laughs) yeah so if you guys um uh you know and i understand a lot of people are sad i'm not telling anybody else how to feel so Mm -mm. please don't hit me up with like man you can't say i'm treating it the way i'm treating it y'all do what y'all need to do to get the coat but uh personally uh i don't see 
any reason to pretend that that man is dead okay we we all know he's alive all right um let's talk about the people who donated to the show oh shit i should have set this up on my phone that would have been the smart thing to do um give me a second to set this up on my phone uh kendrick would you like to play a selection for us real quick let's see now we can do it um let's do this i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day that's right dog it's a brand new day and it's new monday let's talk about it uh the tickler hooked us up with the re- with the recurring donation thank you Corey. thank you first time donator recurring conrad hit us up again thank you official first time donator mm-hmm. maxi g recurring donation thank you maxi tabitha m recurring donator chris d recurring donator I believe that's chris in hawaii uh brina h recurring donation thank you brina film press comic you make sure you pick up all your comments from film press mm-hmm david s recurring donation thank you david renata m recurring donator thank you renata mm-hmm. our girl uh film underscore esquire olivia hit us up with that recurring donation thank you olivia thank you anthony van d recurring donator thank you anthony pete b recurring donator and uh member of uh pop goes who made pop goes with third base jamar d recurring donator thank you jamar uh hopefully not lord jamar okay we don't mm-hmm. need that one dollars he can no. have those back yes you can bomani jones who just can't went to france mm-hmm. interviewed tanahasi coats can't wait for that to come out cool rita macy recurring donator tiffany p recurring donator Kari g recurring donator thank you card nicholas z recurring donator monica b rock from the black astronauts podcast and that's everybody but that was a lot of people mm-hmm. thank you everybody that hit us with that donation man thank you all right and uh before we uh move on i like to say uh shout out to layla uh mm-hmm. we went to her uh basketball game today and uh for some 10 10 9 and 10 year olds it was a pretty intense game yeah it, <laughs> it got up in real. overtime uh the game ended with a tie um <laughs> layla hit a bucket she swung them bows on somebody like yeah. i taught her i was proud of her 
got it got real because everybody because uh Layla's team was down the bulk of the game and they came back and they tied it and then it was like everybody kept going down court everybody was playing good defense and we've been going to uh see her play for a few years now and it's amazing the the growth in the girls and you know how stronger they've gotten how more confident they've gotten and something me and roger talked about particularly watching girls play basketball it's um it feels good to watch girls take chances and take shots and and be confident in it even if they miss and and it's just one of those things where you know it's teaching them it's okay to not make shots it's okay to 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 fail it really is but the world makes it for girls we don't get the luxury of failing it's like if you fail on this one thing you're a quote-unquote a failure in life Mm -hmm. and so um it was wonderful to watch these girls go out there and some of these girls we've been kind of watching over the past few years grow and develop and i'm talking about go out there and shoot threes and keep shooting them and it's just one of those things defense and and just their development, um, it, it was a lot of fun. And with it, because they, I didn't know, because the rules are a little different, because they're playing a game, but they're also kind of teaching them at the same time. So the rules are a little different. And so uh, when they went to overtime and the, the game ended up in a tie, and man, you should have heard the crowd all of a sudden. The, I think the adults took it more seriously than the kids did. Mm-hmm. Everybody was screaming and hollering, defense, put your hands up. Yeah, I had a blast. Yeah, it so was So shout fun. out to Layla. It was fun watching them out there. So I, I had a lot of, had a good time. I did too. Um, so we had uh, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, Biddy Rock says, left a message a while ago. Five stars. Love you guys. Brother Rod, I finally ordered Bevel. I'm waiting for it to get here so I can get smooth that smooth shave in my rod voice. And can't wait to use the restoring balm. Karen, love you, girl. And that laugh of yours, life is good. Thank you. Ain't no sunshine till it's on. Uh, Bus Stop Bill says, hey, folks, it's your boy Ninja Nick, a.k.a. Pistol Grip. The Bill stand up. Y'all know what it is. Just wanted to drop a line on this fabulous show. Queen Karen has called out the sideline listeners, and I need to get back <laughs> in the good graces of the show. TBGWT is the main component in my arsenal of making it through the workday without cursing anyone out. I just laugh and laugh like a lunatic while I'm playing guess the race and fucking with black people. People get confused when I occasionally blurt out white or 100 <laughs> with no explanation don't know what i'm talking about listen to the show you like the walking dead or game of thrones and want a deeper understanding of each episode listen to the show want to be introduced to other cool black podcasters listen to the show already favored for living in my home state of nc mr and mrs who tips run a podcast that takes on current events from a black perspective whether that be the elections institutionalized racism slash sexism ymca life beyonce ball alert or the danger of sores the blackout tips podcast is very inviting i feel like i'm right there with them ride comes hard with the jokes and karen lol she kills me with just her reactions alone her what's going on here and oh on top of one of ride's articles equals everything I don't even try to hold my laughter in anymore, and I bellow. My coworkers can just think I'm crazy. Speaking of, they get the evilest side eye if I had to pause, and they ain't got shit to say. I could go on and on, but I love the show. I'm with you on that one, dog. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. 
uh and the amount of free content produced they don't even hate if you're financially impaired like me and can't donate if you can though do the least i could do is review and i will be donating wait till i get my money right now ask yourself if you like the jordan cry face okay you ready so listen to the podcast <laughs> watch the streaming video version and participate in the live games live join the facebook page jump in the conversation there's an entire the black guy test ecosystem to be part of you'll love it like me shout out to tristan of bevel code tvgwt wow that was really nice thank you sweetie thank you man uh ninja nick uh rooney did it says love it five stars i've been listening for a few months but i'm finally leaving a review i had to after i heard the podcast from a few days ago where they did the oj simpson musical i was laughing so hard i almost ran off the road ryan and karen both are great i enjoy hearing that conversation and karen's laugh gives me big great joy recommend it thank you thank you yes i love dude i went back and even listened to myself that was a blast with chris yeah everybody was uh shouting shouting us out on uh twitter and stuff about that segment um somebody even wrote in an email about it so cool yeah thank you uh lancel smith says five stars so refreshing on stitcher this podcast is truly a blessing as a black queer male i cannot express how much i appreciate who includes uh i guess who oh how inclusive and loving this podcast is i was sold when y'all played sylvester before keeping us updated on queer issues Ryder karen give me the love and appreciation i never felt from the black community it makes me hopeful for the future so much love oh, oh man thank you sweetie yeah and i'm sorry you're not feeling that love from the, from the community but you know hopefully um what people out here you know being vocal about the love and support we have for everybody in our community everybody um, i feel like that hopefully we can change the culture you know because I, I hate to hear that really mm-hmm. uh especially as black people because we know what it feels like come on it's, it's really no excuse you know we right. don't have a good excuse um so while i might be a wolf in sheep's clothing okay ah! I, that's what i hear on these podcasts <laughs> might be getting paid by hillary yeah well you know i don't really mean it okay guys and it's all brothers. uh but nah seriously uh you know I'm, I'm sorry that that's that that's how you're feeling but i'm glad to be you know at least we can be uh somewhat of a a beacon of uh some a marker of some sort of change because mm-hmm. you know i definitely want this show to be something that you know a lot of people feel comfortable feel i don't want people to be like i don't listen to their show because they bash gay people or something like that right um and i and i also you know as a person that listens to a lot of podcasts i've had shows i stopped listening to because mm-hmm. i'm like mm-hmm. okay these guys are just fucked up you know right i got to tap out but uh thank you for listening thank you sweetie um they walking uh we had comments on the website and we do of course fear the walking dead recaps and we got a we got a um comment on that from uncle preston who says excellent episode now i know the pros and cons of bringing a crackhead alone in a zombie apocalypse great uh-huh. <laughs> great to be a premium member thanks rod karen and rod oh you're welcome sweetie yeah and i also say if you are premium and you're listening to that feel free to email us the blackout at gmail.com like we still read feedback and stuff like that uh but the way we record it it's like there's not days between that and the recording it's typically been that night, night. now right. that them thrones is coming back it may be, move to like a couple of days yeah, later it might be might be like monday maybe tuesday right but we're gonna keep putting that out you yeah, know within so. the same week within a few days yeah like this is the reason we put that shit premium like now this week this right. why it's premium because it's about to be 
so we recording this at one in the morning like it's about to be like that now. <laughs> all right we're gonna be looking so at you this shit out do you feel like and i don't know and it's one of the things where they both come back to, well game of thrones start tomorrow that's and what i'm saying this you know it's what this would be the third episode so and they both start at nine so we watch one then watch the other one so yeah it's one of the things but we are going to be doing them thrones on the regular feedback but as far as uh day walking that's gonna be premium and once they get their schedule right we'll put it back on the regular show but then we're gonna be covering uh game of thrones on the regular show no i'm not putting this back on the regular show when it's when it's between game of thrones and walking dead oh yeah yeah it's just game of thrones yes i mean when um, they get their schedule right like if they the opposite you know how before it was scheduled where nothing was overlapping that's what i'm saying okay all right yeah if that happens right. i mean if but that if that happens, if that happens that'll be i don't know we'll talk about it yeah. then okay. i don't feel like this is way this is not what i planned to talk about when yeah. we got to this topic <laughs> ah, my bad. it's all right um <laughs> but uh anyway we have comments on the website theblackouters.com uh and different people decided to chime in and we appreciate everybody taking the time out to do that we do um to leave comments on the website you do have to you know go on theblackoutist.com click on podcast episodes and then you can just like it'll say leave a comment and you can decide to leave one and let people know we had a lot of guests this week mm-hmm. as well so that was kind of fun um uh, let's see the first show we did this week was episode 1181 uh go to the doctor which was a feedback episode um where we talked about going to the doctor and a bunch of other stuff uh mm-hmm. about reading your feedback we had one comment on that episode uh it was from sugar babe who says now wait a goddamn minute rod <laughs> i'm a reformed baby on planes hater gonna call my lawyer now so you better call saul <laughs> all right say so i feel like i'm luckily for you i don't feel like looking it up to remember what you said i just remember it was horrible uh have you been to the doctor in the past 12 months yes 75 percent no 25 percent hey let's try to get that to 100 percent, man mm-hmm. don't be like prince you know mm-hmm. let's take care take care of yourself thing and i'm not saying he wasn't taking care of himself i'm just saying right don't don't go out early if you can help it right man. go to the doctor you know it reminds Even me of what randolph yeah it reminds that's what i'm saying i mean that's all a checkup has to be go to the doctor once a year it reminds me of what randolph said uh he always says on twitter after one of these celebrity deaths of a black man who dies young he's like black men go to the doctor so uh and i'm extending it to everybody go to the doctor man a lot of y'all got that obamacare if if you have the option i mean obviously if you don't have the option i'm i mean there's some financial restrictions to health care in this country and i understand that but if you do have the option man don't waste your health insurance paying that shit every month and not using it go to the doctor ain't that the truth uh all right um 1182 was we love these hoes well we have my man chris lambert on and we talked about a bunch of stuff we had one comment eve says i think africa bambata is guilty three or four men coming forward they have absolutely nothing to gain they'll probably be ridiculed unfortunately these men will probably be called all kinds of homophobic slurs and people questioning their sexuality because they came forward i'm worried about the safety of these men to be honest yep me too um like i saw people kind of going and and i and i it's a complex nuanced thing on the one hand i completely understand and i agree with people who say when men come forward about being sexually assaulted the likelihood of them people believing them is a lot higher um but that also assumes for like some heteronormative situations where like 
oh you were taking advantage you're a straight male who was preyed upon by this gay person so there's like some negative connotations thrown right. in there i see the connotation that people treat gay people as if they are uh, sexual predators if as if uh sexual orientation is the same as being uh you know a, a predator or some type right and it's not right which is you know which is why they, the, the same type of bigotry they use to spread these bathroom laws and shit like that mm-hmm. so you have that side of it then you have the other side which is if people feel that the victims of these assaults are gay men or a or um they were lgbtq at the you know whatever like if they fall into a category other than straight some people will flip it onto what they they wanted this Mm -hmm. you know um but it won't be i still don't think it'll be nearly as bad as when it's girls like Mm -hmm. when is i mean look at r kelly people still celebrate that man yes you know like they just gave him a bet award you know um erica badu uh well-known defender of the of the dress code you know was one part of the celebration of 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 giving him his award so i i do feel like it it is some double standards here along the gender line um but just like if it was three or four women three or four girls three or four men coming forward is really damning and i can't imagine the scenario where this conspiracy to set africa bambata up uh, was he buying nbc too you know like why would everybody this, was apparently right why would this happen in 2016 if it's not real so anyway as far as that man befriending the former cop who set him up i don't think i've ever been as fucked with by the story than that one i would never let that shit go i would be petty on fleet if i was that guy i'd sleep with his wife make that man's kids call me daddy i bake brownies with x lax in them i poison him a little every day i put baby oil at the door so he trip i push him down the steps fuck that guy yeah the the wildest part about that is that they work together mm-hmm. like they didn't even know they would be working like oh you got the job you got the job ex-con you were ex-con too but i didn't do it let's be best friends i don't know how that worked I, mean, either. I don't know how it worked how did it get to that point i just want you to know i forgive you well good because i i'm not sorry for framing your ass you know how did that go down anyway the poll was do you love these hoes yes no and why they gotta be hoes huh rod that's not very progressive brother 40 <laughs> percent said yes they do love these hoes two percent of you guys do not love these hoes and 57 percent of y'all said why they gotta be hoes huh rod that's not very progressive brother <laughs> and uh, they clap between each word well i didn't put claps on the answers that, that's the thing i i put the, i put the options for the answers so i kind of cuss my own self out <laughs> uh marcus emmanuel said i hate when rod is right damn why you hate why you listen to the show man i'm right all the time <laughs> you must be driving yourself nuts man uh episode 1183 hot, the big hot sauce uh where we had mike from comedy outliers podcast on mm-hmm. mike brown uh and the can't stop won't stop uh web series which is coming back soon this week i believe coming up um we had three comments um maya b says as a black csa child sex abuse survivor uh it's getting to the point where i feel like the term we have to stay together is almost inflammatory because it's almost always brought up in discussions about rape sexual assault pedophilia in the black community 
it's exhausting to hear that people like me have to hide our experiences and keep quiet in the name of black unity despite there are scores of black people being hurt by sexual abuse i think it's even harder for male csa survivors because of that toxic environment of hyper masculinity and just the lack of discussion of male victims in general however if the zulu nation or what not think that the government is suddenly after this dude and all of his victims are well into their 40s and 50s and comparing it to how the black Panthers were dismantled they're derailing their argument and making bambada look even guiltier right yeah and that is the uh the solidarity uh that people demand from victims that we never demand from the offenders right like no one ever says hey we're all the same we're all in this together let's stay together and then use that to admonish people who victimize other people in our race we don't do that like when 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 we're like this person raped five black women we don't go hey brother we supposed to stay together why did you violate the code of our race we don't do that we do it when the women go i'm gonna call the cops whoa 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 why would you violate the code of the race you know when the children are like i yes this happened to me and i'm reporting it now whoa 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 we can't have this now that's not good for the race what would the white people think you know it's like we can't let that be the reason that we let these crimes go unpunished in our community i'm Mm -hmm. sorry like some shit is just trump's uh whatever white people would have thought of us is uh inconsequential to justice right you know so i i I stand for people getting their justice not for um you know protecting somebody so white people won't think bad about us if them white people was thinking bad about us they was already gonna think that um and as far as putting another person in the system i understand what that means i understand how the depth of that for a lot of people my problem is if you do some criminal shit i can't just let you go unpunished because you black like solidarity can't mean that you get to victimize our community and nobody can say shit that's just stupid i I don't want to live in that kind of community either that's the cost of my allegiance to our race is that we got rapists walking around and we supposed to just protect them fuck that like everything's okay yeah fuck that you you obviously value your own selfish shit over the community in the first place there's no there's no room for you here you need to go change and be a better person before you can even discuss just coming into like some type of solidarity you're not my brother if you're doing these things you're not my sister if you're doing these things to people um you need to you got to work on whatever the fuck is wrong with you first um and big daddy too says birth of a rogue nation is a huge tank although that movie would be fire i think uh mike was i don't think he really said rogue nation is supposed to be rogue one uh but birth of a rogue nation would be good birth of a nation said in the star wars universe uh would make avatar money or at around 34 minutes mike alluded to women being in various states of undress on the snapchat and he said he wonders if they think about the future rod was quick to change the course of convo away from that landmine but bruh mike do better uh fuck that kind of thinking and fuck that false concern bullshit that shit grinds my gears we not out here saying that shit about men dudes out here sending dick pics like they club flyers and we don't have shit to say about that unless that pic is sent to our partner we not at the barbershop saying shit like how you gonna get a wife if his dick is on the internet come on dog a woman a woman having her titties and ass on snapchat does not devalue her as a wife girlfriend partner business partner etc etc it's men that devalue women for showing us exactly what we want to see and that is bullshit stop that dumb shit 
women i thank you for all the pics videos etc i thank you for all that you put up with just to be free and express yourself sexually or otherwise rider empress karen keep it being awesome love the show thank you thanks and big daddy too yeah um i i mean iris is a uh we had a time constraints and state like that with the conversation but i really don't remember the exact course of the conversation but yeah anytime somebody starts getting a little victim blaming you know and that's the problem with these uh people like erica badu is mm-hmm. in the under the auspices of a thought experiment she's just really reinforcing rape culture yep and because you you can logistically and logically kind of follow certain points in the argument then you end up in these false situations and people never reject it up front now i eject from even going down that path because i've just had the conversation so many times that i'm just like i will not entertain that so if you start telling me well what are these women that's wearing short skirts i don't even want to fucking discuss it with you at this point you know like my thing is not i'm not some idealist okay i'm i'm very cynical extremely cynical um and i'll and i'll try to be pragmatic and i try to be realistic i understand the idea of like if i had a daughter i would definitely tell her things to that would try to help her protect herself i say the same thing to a son by the way like certain depending on the situation there's certain things you tell you tell your child to protect themselves i'm not being unrealistic like like i'm i'm not because i know there's people out there that when they hear us talk about things like rape culture and they hear us be like well we need to have classes on consent we need to have people we need to talk to to boys before they're men about what does consent look like what does sex look like Mm -hmm. even if it's from a self-preservation angle of this is you need to check mark one two and three so your ass won't be going to prison even if you can't get them to morally do the right thing maybe you can get them to do it for their own self-preservation i understand this these are nuanced topics these are very big broad ideas but they're but these are very specific things within those ideas the problem is i've never met a woman in my life who hasn't gotten all these talks about how to protect herself right you don't know a woman that doesn't have the talks you know what i'm saying so now it's once we get to that point i feel like we're wasting time doing the well you know women need to know the they can't wear a short skirt or some shit and i'm like but society already fucking does that to every woman like every like there's no like why are we jumping to the extreme of the other side of this discussion like uh a school should not be able to say girls can't wear um girl skirts have to be a certain length because the teachers will get distracted and then you take the opposite side and be like well they can't just wear thongs to school that's not a reality for anybody anywhere there's no school where they think we're so liberal we just go with thongs like so why do we have to even entertain these so what what during this conversation with mike when it gets to shit like that i just skip over because it it's like there's nowhere to go with that you know what i'm saying like all oh, these girls got their titties on snapchat so what you want to see the titties it doesn't mean that now she can be raped i'm sorry but those two things that make zero sense to me it's like saying someone can't be a stripper because that means if you see her at the mall you gotta rape her that doesn't make like those two things don't equate to me but you know that's the kind of our society comes from like a bunch of caveman impulse shit and we're trying to fashion some high-minded ideals out of that and occasionally you have to push back you know occasionally you have to have these conversations but 
yeah i you know i typically when if, if a guest star is going down that road i'm just so disinterested in that discussion but uh because it's like going back down to sexism 101 for me you know what I mean? it's like all right let's have entry to why this shit is fucked up the uh 101 uh as opposed to what i would prefer to have a, a more high level conversation than just you know because a girl has an instagram page something something about that means she's gonna regret it for the rest of her life you know um and like i said we'd never do that to to guys like uh mm-hmm. like like he said we never Speedos, do that to guys. dick pics like you like you literally get them whenever you fuck you don't even want them half the time we don't even ask male victims what they had on right we just don't you know what i mean like maybe police do or something but as a general societal question if a man says so-and-so sexually assaulted me we don't be like well you what was you wearing you know why was you drinking around another dude we just don't say that uh eve says i'm okay with hillary pandering because at least she's saying that she wants our vote bernie seems to think he can get by without it that's why i can't wait for tuesday i'm in pennsylvania and i'm looking forward to the white tears when he loses that state too my husband is a bernie supporter so i have my cup ready to catch his tears when the race is called fortunately he's not one of those lunatics who will refuse to vote in a general election if bernie doesn't win he will vote for hillary over any other republican candidates uh i mean any of the republican candidates but he brought up bernie enough to make me want to rub it in his face on tuesday night i'm gonna have a good time yeah i follow all these comedians in new york i was so glad to get that shit off my timeline mm-hmm. it's like come on man i follow y'all every day y'all don't really care about politics as much y'all just don't like hillary it's cool mm-hmm. it's okay uh the poll was are you going to see ghost in the shell yes i was going to but not now and i was never going to see it anyway 74 percent of y'all were never going to see it anyway 23 percent of y'all were going to see it but you won't be going now and three percent said they still want to go see it greg says man fuck hollywood they are the same as the people doing white remixes of black songs Kyle says, I think the worst part of all this is how people are actively erasing Asian Americans from, the, from this discussion. People in the head don't care about this because they have entertainment that caters to them. They even have a Ghost in the Shell stage play. So it makes sense that they don't really care about the whitewashing. People here care because Hollywood overly caters everything to white people. What doesn't make sense is casting a white woman to play the lead when there are Asian actresses here in America. And while you could argue that Scarlett Johansson is a bigger name than them, how are they supposed to get popular if they can't get big roles like this one? If Hollywood can give Christian Stewart a chance, then they can give them a chance. And also, while I see Asian actors speaking out about this, I don't see white actors saying anything. Is it because they're too busy playing Asian characters? Mm. Message. All right but uh yeah it, it is shameful uh, there's no defense for mm-hmm. what the fuck they're doing yep and i mean i think yeah me and roger watched that entire series like we literally watched that and we watching it when it's coming on hbo i'm mean, not hbo lord have mercy um cartoon network uh i know i did i mean i watched uh, multiple seasons of it like they have more than one season i watched all the movies i'm a big fan I, it hurts me to, to say i'm not going to see it right and it's a really complex show i mean mm-hmm. i i mean i don't know how it would translate well to movies anyway and with american people doing it they'll probably dumb it down to a point where it's not even recognizable but right. even with all that man i still wanted to go see it but if you got scarlett joe hansen doing it i'm, I'm not, not going, going to see it i'm not going uh episode 1184 baller alert we had steph from baller came on she discussed some things got no comments and the poll was will rick snyder actually drink from the flint michigan water no he's lying yes he's a man of his word 
very rare 100 percent people said he's lying he's not drinking that flint water i'm in that gimp uh we also had last episode of the episode of the week 1185 tubman's and lincoln's uh <laughs> uh we and this is just me and karen discussing stuff you know the primary results harry tubman on the 20 things like that mm-hmm. um amani says greetings and salutations queen karen and dear brother rod you have to understand the multiplexity of the trigonometry of fire or burn as the so-called white man would say check this all check this all the new york negroes were forced into voting for hillary because they were threatened by noted clinton surrogate bobby schmurter from behind bars ah! and gains being peep why is you why is it you've been pushing hard for his release wouldn't marcus garvey and malcolm x tell us to fight each other and just submit for the uh wait tell us to fight each other and just submit for the benefit of the nice white man i refuse to have the wool pulled over my eyes don't make massa sanders come into the blackout to the studio and demand his respect <laughs> put some respect on on it could you imagine if birdman ran up in there while bernie was doing this interview <laughs> I absolutely understand the pro- the people who don't want Harriet Tubman on the 20 because they don't want to see her commoditized. For me, it's just overridden by the good representation of seeing a black woman on that currency and specifically that black woman. I think of that Dave Chappelle standard where he calls our money baseball cards with slave owners on them. And now we have legitimate American hero activist, badass spy who took no shit. Plus, it makes racist white people so mad. I'm willing to have my mind changed, but right now I'm partying with tubs make them teach her real history in school force these ignorant people to google her and learn about what she really did and give me my harry tubman movie i promise you i'm buying all my black panther tickets with tubs don't even want to change anyway thanks for all for an amazing week of shows and appreciate both of y'all hope y'all got that lemonade ready Mm-hmm. got it at the stove this earlier today Mm-hmm. gonna put some alcohol in it this gonna be lit eve says i'm excited about seeing harry tubman on the 20 and the added bonus of making racist mad doesn't hurt i don't really understand the argument that she wouldn't be on money because of capitalist reasons or because she was a slave those people are entitled to their opinion but i don't agree because it makes us seem like that's all she was and doesn't acknowledge her humanity harriet tubman was more than a slave she was a freedom fighter a humanitarian a soldier spy and a hero I hope they make Harry Tubman uh, make a Harry Tubman movie because I'm totally here for it. As long as Scarlett Johansson isn't playing her. A few weeks ago, you did a show on trap songs. Uh, oh, okay, on trap song covers. Okay, uh, I wrote in to say I didn't mind them. Okay, so she's saying like when black people when white people cover black songs, she said back she wrote in to tell us she didn't care or she didn't mind that they were you know doing it. Well, I was wrong. To be honest. <laughs> to be honest i only heard a few of them and none of the egregious ones like king kunta the formation was particular the formation one particularly sucked but this panda one ew that one was extra whack hashtag stop white people in 2016 yeah pia glenn hit me on twitter um and rescinded her uh one of her emojis to me that because she was so upset that i played that on the show <laughs> you can't take it back sorry pia uh eve says forgot to add that open letter to ciara was bullshit it was a cheap way for this writer to plug her book that letter could have been written by hating ass terrell jones i think this lady has brought into the patriarchy bs and seems to place all the responsibility for keeping her father in her life at her mother's feet and not her sorry ass father she needs to have several seats yeah that i yeah I, i think we need to start a new thing where 
it's called closed open letters and you write the open letter you put it in the envelope you mail it back to yourself and you never open that envelope just called closed open letters because right. that's normally what it ends up being some real personal shit that you're using a celebrity to try to highlight some shit that really only applies to you only applies to you nobody else but you hc says one slight problem with bernie's people blaming blacks for his struggles his most important loss was in iowa iowa is super white a caucus state super liberal primary voters and not in the south all suppose a huge advantage for sanders add to the fact that hillary came in third in iowa in 2008 to the black guy and the guy cheating on his cancer-stricken wife and iowa was burnt was bernie's to have long before black voters came into play then what happens if bernie wins iowa he destroys hillary in new hampshire like he did and that that week of positive news cycles as the leader for bernie before he even has to kiss one black baby in the south so i'm gonna look for the quote of someone calling those iowa people uninformed for not picking bernie i'll be right back yeah ohio too right i think she beat him in ohio so mm-hmm. but yeah, she you know beat him in a lot of these predominantly white states but they're not ignorant and well, i don't know about a lot of them i don't i don't know about the numbers on it i just I mean, know some of them i just know in a couple of the swing states she won and for them to say that i don't know they just conveniently switch the narrative to whatever they don't want to talk yeah, about yeah you don't call them uninformed uneducated sheep yeah so whatever it's, it's over so i don't give a fuck um i forgot to put a poll up for this week for this episode so <laughs> no poll uh that's my own that's my bad guys uh let's let's see we had one voicemail Hi, uh, this is House Cam. I just wanted to provide a little context for the whole Kelly Ripa situation. Um, when Kelly uh, was on with Regis and he decided to retire, Regis told the producers and the network, and it was, and they knew about it, and they started planning for his for the transition. But they knew about it for months before they ever told Kelly. And Kelly was blindsided by it. She was either told, I can't recall if it was either minutes before the show where the announcement was made or if she actually found out basically when he made the announcement on the show. But she, you know, it just came out of nowhere and they had kept the secret from her and she was very upset by it. And so then um, she had, then she had to work with guest hosts for like four months, six months, something like that while they tried people out. And, um, you know, it was, uh, she felt really badly treated by that, was upset about it. And I think I kind of understand that. And so you would think these same producers, Michael Gelman and I think Davis is the other guy, they'd been through this before. You think they wouldn't do it to her again, but they did. So there's that. But then there's also that ABC Daytime, um, Kelly had been on All My Children. And, uh, so all of, Kelly's friends and colleagues from All My Children, they all my children had been in New York for like 30 years. And all these people lived there. They had their families there. And Aiden, oh, no. uh, oh. we just can't afford to keep shooting the soap in New York anymore. And so if enough people in the cast will agree to come out to California, we will move the entire production to California. It'll be cheaper and we'll be able to keep the show on the air and you will have jobs. Okay. Uh, but if people do not agree to this and you want to stay in New York, we're going to have to shut the show down. So they made a lot of promises to these people, you know, you uproot your families, you know, sell your houses, et cetera, come to California, you're going to have jobs, the show's going to last, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then they went ahead and canceled the show about a year or two later <clears throat> after all these people had, you know, completely moved themselves to the other side of the country uh, on promises that they would still have jobs that this, you know, that if they agreed to these things, it would work out. So um, I, I can kind of see why Kelly, why Kelly Ripple was so upset. She's been, uh, you know, misled by these people before. Um, it's deja vu all over again that they, you know, they are hiding stuff from her and then she gets blindsided and she's seen um, all her friends and uh, colleagues get uh, burned by ABC daytime making promises and not coming through as well. So um, yeah, I, I, I can, I can kind of understand. I mean, she, she basically, she already had a vacation scheduled, so she only really took one extra day. So she, after she got the news, she's like, you know what? I can't work tomorrow. And then she went on her vacation. Um, now, how she'll behave when she gets back, I don't know. <laughs> I read an article yesterday that said that uh, the producers and the network are worried that her being on live TV, that she's going to say something that they're not going to be happy with when she gets back. But I guess we'll all just have to wait and see. Uh, thanks. Shout out to the chat room. Oh, first of all, thank you for calling in mm-hmm. uh, and uh, kind of giving the other side of that because I don't watch that show. Um, and I really, I mean, no, and this is not offense to what you to what you called in, but I really don't care that much. So, like, for me, it was just kind of like when I saw an article being like, she's a hero for not coming to work. I was just kind of like, yeah, um, I can't help as a black person in America for my it one on antenna to go up you know if that was a black person they would have would they write the same like girl that's a hero right there we'll be trying to get her money to get your ass in there and work well that's that's my assumption i don't know because there's really not been a comparison yet to that true so i can't really say and shout out to uh the aforementioned pia glenn she hit me up on twitter when people were talking about it like thursday morning maybe um and uh she was kind of giving me the as someone who's in the industry kind of giving me like the background on some of that stuff and not that race doesn't matter obviously it does but she was saying that basically your daytime talk show morning show like that is about as close as you're gonna get to race not mattering so people like people that like how people like uh michael strahan right because they tune in for personalities yeah they don't see like a lot of the people that tune into that don't see him as uh michael strahan nigger you know it's just like michael strahan i like that guy he's safe he's good he's whatever right um although you know it probably doesn't hurt that you know they all want to fuck him and shit but um at the end of the day uh i i felt a little bit bad about it because um i i i don't want to be a hypocrite you know i understand taking a stand for feeling like you were treated wrongly at your job right and i understand why that people that would make people feel like you're heroic because a lot of times people just kind of let just keep getting fucked over right so she won't take a stand it's not really her fault that the media covers it favorably and they might cover it with a black person not as favorably if they negotiated contracts and stuff like that you know like we've seen so many times with sports uh you know when a black person holds out it's seen as like this ominous terrible spoiled brat thing when a white person holds out it's kind of like well they just need to get in there and negotiate and get them back in camp that's what's important you know like we see the double standards all the time Mm -hmm. 
but um you know i trust pia i told her if, if you say it, it wouldn't be like that then I, i'm just gonna believe you what do i have what do i know i'm not in the industry um and i don't want to be a hypocrite because i remember there was a time where i didn't come to wendy's for a week because they slowly tried to move me from the fr- from the register to the grill you know so i had to take a stand like kelly did mm-hmm. now nobody wrote an article about me you know but i was a hero i like to think of myself as a hero you was a hero because a lot of fast food people would have been like okay i guess i go to the grill when i came and picked up my check and they saw the freedom in my eyes yeah that's like he ain't handed, coming back handed in my apron and my polo shirt that they would soon be giving to some other person mm-hmm. uh i think they knew at the moment that that moment they said you know what that dude's a hero and i like to think i inspired a lot of people to did. get their lives together and maybe that's what ripper's doing right now she's getting everybody's getting their lives because of her you know i don't i mean and it does suck uh however it turns out if she was the last to know right for the second time and it sounded right. like her problem seemed to be with management but now of course there's super there's all kinds of rumors going around about her and michael strahan maybe beefing behind the scenes the only other issue i'll bring up is that some people were reacting to the fact that michael strahan was getting all the blame for this and that's bullshit it's not his job to inform her nope you know and especially with a big ass uh what is it a seven figure deal or something like that if they tell you don't tell nobody nigga you better not tell nobody you better right. wait till you get that first check to tell people anything and that's what i said you don't he they may have told him do not tell anybody like, oh, cool especially if they knew she would flip out you know they might be like don't tell her he, she's not gonna take this bad this well and it seems like she kind of the inner workings of it is she may have even been skipped over and he may have kind of leapfrogged her to get that better gig that she thought was she was coming to herself so you never know a lot of stuff going a lot of moving parts like i said i'm not in the industry i don't know exactly how it should work only thing i question is and will and i don't know the answer and like i said i'm rolling with what pia said so if she says it then then so be it i'm not gonna yeah yeah, until i see something different what do i know but she said that they probably would have done that for anybody that took that stand regardless of their race so she says you know yahoo and people would be like she's a hero and shit like that cool you know what i mean because there's nothing better to compare it to if it happens again we will see yeah you know and and it's okay to feel bad for her i mean mm-hmm. obviously she's doing great in life but you know what i'm saying it's okay to right. feel bad for her i mean right most people will she be got a, blindsided twice most people be, be mad if you're the last one to know about some shit like that that would affect you especially when you consider yourself a co-star of a show right and you're the last to know look this is a bad look uh we got some emails blackouts at gmail.com uh let's see please keep me anonymous right in. did you want to um phone no not really okay uh please keep me anonymous says hey rod and karen i'm a big fan of the show i work in a warehouse full of hipster white folks and your podcast allows me to ignore their small talk and general fuckery i don't care about when i graduate undergrad senior i get these coin and get these coins up you can have all my coins when i go premium i always enjoy your insight and would like your opinion on a recent controversy in my hometown for the sake of the child i won't mention his name unfortunately a 12 year old young man was unjustly shot by a stray bullet the killers or killer have still not been found and a gofundme isn't set up to help finance the funeral expenses this is where things get real hood boogerish yesterday a story was reported that the family asked rapper ti to appear at the funeral because he was the young boy's idol 
news reports broke out that ti requested forty thousand dollar appearance fee which in turn caused people to be outraged the story shamefully has received negative media attention and has been reported on the shade room bt double xl celebrity xo etc here's a link link to the somewhat most reliable source this is a bt source um so um i keep feeling like at any moment ti will post on the social media this week on love and hip-hop atlanta because everything sounds too messy to be real uh yeah he's accused of requesting money to attend a fan's funeral but he's denying it so he's saying it's not true um yeah and then it start. it sounds like they're just copying the story from celebrity xo even though this is on bet.com um it says celebrity xo story is a little shaky when you take a closer look it includes a screen grab of two facebook comments that accuse ti of taking money in exchange for his presence at a funeral but offers no actual proof of comments by him that he did such ti has also never been accused of demanding money for any other charitable event in the past uh the website follow-up post demands receipts for the woman who made the initial accusation and suddenly took it back or oh, what is this i don't want to hear the audio of that um <laughs> but it's celebrity xo who should have had facts and evidence to begin with his running condemning story yeah i don't know it didn't sound real anyway uh she says i personally do not believe the family ever truly contacted t.o and i feel that t.i and i feel that all this negative attention being focused on a rapper that didn't know the child in the first place is taking focus out the young boy's life being lost i also feel it's entitled uh i also feel it's entitled to the family to basically demand that t.i come to the funeral for free without knowing his prior engagements i know i don't see how someone can pester a rapper instead of grieving their loss focusing on finding injustice uh and arranging proper burial for a loved one i love you both and would love to know your sentiments in this whole hot ass mess on the show you can both give my mayonnaise life meaning love anonymous um i would just say this i personally don't think this is real not the the boy dying but them requesting ti to show up or him saying i'll only do it for forty thousand dollars or whatever that's it seemed fake um and it's kind of the same thing this happens on facebook group all the time where and it sucks it really does suck where people go hey did y'all see this and it's like an article about um i you know quest love says fuck prince he ain't shit and it's like okay what what article is this from and it's like celebnews.com and then you click on that shit and the other articles on celebnews.com are uh, is michael jackson back from the dead already ah! uh come you know uh did hillary clinton call uh call barack obama a nigger kobe's still in the league yeah like it's just all a bunch of stuff where you're like none of this happened and uh but they like to get the clicks and they get people to go to their site through facebook and stuff and it works because people keep spreading it you know over and over and over so it looks like even the bet article isn't really a reliable source because it's copying the unreliable source of the original statement which was just a screenshot of somebody's facebook statuses uh which could have been done by anybody so uh anyway i don't i don't think this is real karen Mm-mm, same okay yeah so sorry i don't i don't have much more to add than that if if if, if it turns out to be real i'll discuss it again but i i don't i doubt that's real uh plus i don't think ti is nearly stupid enough to to do some dumb shit like that 
you know he's a he's a savvy individual even if uh people have kind of made him a red right running joke he's way too smart about his image to just be like and i'm gonna say this shit that's easily traceable back to me being a dick right uh i mean it's not like he was trying to sell some guns now now that's different uh shirane says i love listening to y'all uh when i'm at work and especially when i'm high chilling i've been listening since august 2014 and recently went premium i'm listening to balls deep as i write this y'all like my niggas in my head thank you rain from philly thank you rain you're welcome thank you sweetie i hope you enjoy the uh premium shows we got some uh we, we just uh we got a couple more on the way and we just finished um balls deep yesterday so i hope you enjoy that um lauren writes in dungeon of man love yeah we, we talked about that dude uh marshall man love who uh deleted his trace of himself off of twitter hi rod and karen i'm not sure if i'm impressed or disappointed that you made it through that entire segment on your argument with marshall man love without once playing sylvester the dude's website was the dungeon of man love no shade if you ended that but rod is a married man lauren in pittsburgh <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know it never crossed my mind to play it i never even thought about the pun uh or maybe it was just too easy i don't know like the other thing is uh and this happens all the time when you're disagreeing with people uh you have to remember people are watching right and if i'm making jokes about him being gay or his name being gay or his website being sounding like a gay website when he might not have meant for it to sound like a gay website um other people are still seeing this exchange and some people may take it of of may be offended you know um and i'm not and i'm not beyond doing that obviously as far as uh offending people with kind of stray bullets but i try to be careful about that shit but it happens and one of the things i try not to do in any when i'm just because i'm mad at somebody is be like some something about you being gay because like what does that have to do with anything right and now that's telling every person that is looking at this exchange oh rod brings up someone's sexuality pejoratively when they whenever he's in a situation where he's angry at someone um and so i try to avoid that kind of stuff um you know we had some stuff going on in our chat room our, our facebook group i mean this week where people were calling people out their names and shit and i had to be like yo you got to stop that um because even when i'm mad at somebody in our facebook group or i'm mad at somebody for fucking with our podcast or whatever like you won't just catch me being like you bitch ass fuck you bitch hoe ass nigga because then it's like well now i'm actually kind of going in on uh women like i got i get real misogynistic when i get angry and like i said i'm not perfect i'm sure there's got to be a time where i was like man what a bitch or something right but but it's like i try to be careful of that shit so i would never be like oh uh man love you gay son of a like because it's like well then now i'm i'm what am i really saying it's an insult that he's gay i i had a problem with him being disrespectful towards me in his email exchange about business not what what his sexuality and plus i don't know that dude or his work he might be gay maybe that's why he named himself that maybe that's exactly what his podcast is on and now i'm i'm gonna look like a homophobe or a person who's uh being bigoted because i'm attacking him based on something that juvenile but also it could be very serious to his life um 
so uh not to be all batman about it but you know you gotta have certain rules and you gotta have a code and i don't want to be breaking my code just for a joke in the middle of what to me is a serious exchange you know um so that's probably why it didn't happen you probably did not expect that serious or long of an answer i'm sorry (laughs) but but yeah that's that's probably what happened i just and honestly i just never thought until you wrote this email i never thought like oh shit could have made a gay joke like i just was like yeah just like he doesn't and he don't deserve sylvester by the way you don't Mm. just get the sylvester not as a diss Mm -mm. i like sylvester me too that's my that's my jam i'm talking about uh anyway man uh happy belated earth day everyone out there yes uh we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate you uh them thrones returns this wednesday and uh if everything works out our first guest on them thrones this year will be nick jew from what's the tea yay so you know stay grinding stay humble stay on the low we'll talk to y'all soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.